Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits. I know there's so much information out there, so I'm bringing on expert guests and sharing my own experiences to help you sift through all the wellness stuff without the BS. Enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I have an episode that has been in the making for, I guess, four years since I started this podcast. We talk about it a little bit in the beginning, but my guest and I have known each other for a while, or at least we met each other a long time ago and we're kind of like Instagram friends. And I have wanted to have her on for a long time. You guys have been asking me to have her on for a long time. And it just worked out that she came on now. She has a new book out. And I'm really glad that it happened when it did, because as I say in this episode, I just think we... (laughs) probably got a more quality episode doing it now as opposed to like four years ago when I was starting out. But my guest is Rachel DeVoe of Rachel's Good Eats, who I'm sure needs very little introduction. But if you are not familiar with her, Rachel, like I said, is the creator of Rachel's Good Eats on Instagram. She also has Rachel's Good Eats, her website, where she encourages the practice of balance in all aspects of life. And she's really committed to incremental change, which I really love because I think when people think about changing their lifestyle and changing their habits, they think big picture and they try to overhaul a lot of things at once. But with oops, but with Rachel's content, her followers get the tools that they need in order to build healthy habits incrementally, create a positive environment around food and exercise, learn more about ingredients they consume, and be more mindful of what their body needs. So she is a registered dietitian. She's also a personal trainer. She's authored six successful ebooks spanning fitness, well-being, and food. She co-founded the cult favorite Las Vegas restaurant Toast Society, which is a gourmet toast bar specialized in healthy eating. She launched her fitness-focused brand, Recreation Sweat, where she further encourages her community to move their bodies. And in collaboration with Genius Brand, she released a high-quality matcha that has been restocked for two consecutive years. And she has her new cookbook out now called Rachel's Good Eats, Easy, Laid-Back, Nutrient-Rich Recipes. And yeah, that came out last week. So you guys can pick that up now anywhere that you buy books. And I just loved having her on I actually just listened back to this episode to do my notes and everything. And to me, it really sounded like you're just listening to two girlfriends talk about health and wellness. So I think you guys will hopefully find it relatable. But she also has a lot of knowledge around nutrition and fitness, and she has really great tips. So we are talking about the fundamentals to building and maintaining a healthy lifestyle, including how to start, but also how to sustain healthy habits when it comes to eating, 
when it comes to a workout routine, how to stay consistent. She talks about the importance of rest days, which I really appreciate. She talks about how to get the results that you want without counting calories or counting macros. And then she also shares her exact workout breakdown. We talk about our death row meals. We talk morning and nighttime routines, supplements she loves, and so much more. So please enjoy Rachel DeVoe. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks for having me. We've been talking about this for years. Literally years. (laughs) We got three years now. (laughs) We were just talking off mic. I started in 2019, and I'm sure you were like one of the first people that I asked, and I'm so glad that we didn't do it then (laughs) because the quality would have been terrible. The skill would have been terrible on my end. But also so much has happened then. I mean, Mm -hmm. that was more or less a year before the pandemic. And I know that that really kind of changed a lot for you. And I want to get into that. But let's rewind because we met in 2018. I know. I was trying to think of that this morning. Like, how did we actually We met at a Kelsey Wells wellness fitness retreat. In Cabo. Or in in, in Cancun. Cancun. Yeah. Yeah, In 2018. Not for work. We were both just there Mm -hmm. to do it. So I want to talk about like that part of your career and your wellness and all of that. Were you a BBG girl? I was not. I I guess the first workout program I did was Anna Victoria. Oh, yeah. So she was kind yep. of in that same mm-hmm. fitness space. So I guess similar to you, because I know you did BBG. I did BBG. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to, you know, say anything bad about it. It was great at the time because it got me into fitness Mm -hmm. and it helped me learn what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And just the landscape, I think at that time was so different Mm -hmm. of social media. And I think how people were approaching wellness. What was your approach when you were doing Anna Victoria? Like you're a little different because you have some of the formal training. You're a Mm -hmm. registered dietitian. And I know that you've always been into like fitness, nutrition, all of that. Did you ever go through the phases of like counting macros and kind of this punishing approach to wellness? I would say to a certain extent. So at that point in 2018, uh, doing Anna Victoria's guides, I was in my dietetic internship. So doing, you know, nine months of clinical food service and community hours to become a dietitian. So I more so needed a fitness plan that would just make it so I wouldn't have to think about it in the mornings. I would get up at 5 a.m., which now looking back, I can't believe I did this, but it would be like 28 minutes. I think it was similar to BBG, but 28 minutes in the morning. And then I would, you know, go off to the hospital for the day and work. So I think my mentality at that point was more dietitian route. And then later on, I became certified personal trainer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because were you a personal trainer when we met at the Kelsey thing? It's so long ago. I I don't think I was. Okay. Yeah, I think I was like kind of right in the middle of it, maybe taking the courses for it. Mm -hmm. So let's rewind to before you even became a dietitian. Were you always interested in wellness? I mean, you seem like you have always had a purpose Mm -hmm. almost like you just know what you like and you pursue that. So I would imagine that that's the course that you took like when you were in school as well. I identified with fitness growing up. I played soccer and basketball up until high school. And I think that's when I, the light bulb went off and I really realized like, wow, food plays such a huge part in, you know, performance during training and recovery. And at that point, I decided I want to go down the nutrition route and become a dietitian. Mm -hmm. How did you learn how to cook? Did you just teach yourself? A lot from my mom. I grew up, it wasn't a lot of healthy foods. We didn't necessarily focus on nutrition, but one thing I loved that my mom always did was we always had a salad on the table. So whether it was, you know, like an unhealthy main dish, we always had a salad, which was nice. And so she did teach me a lot in the kitchen. And then going through college, you're on your own. So I think that's where experimenting and doing a lot of trial and error in the kitchen really kind of paid off for me because that's when I also started my Rachel's Good Eats account on Instagram when I was a senior. And I was posting one to four times a day. I did not miss one single day for a year and a half. 
You're like everybody on TikTok now. It, and like, then I can't do TikTok, <laughs> which is the funny thing. It's a totally different part of your brain, I think, mm-hmm. create, creatively. Like, yeah, I have a hard time with TikTok, too. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, back then I wasn't stressed. There was no bar mm. that I had to hit mm-hmm. where now I feel like, you know, I have like a certain bar that I like to hit with, you know, the aesthetic aspect of it mm-hmm. and really thinking about the recipe. But back then I didn't care because it was just a passion project of mine, mostly just sharing healthy food for my friends and family and showing them that it can be doable with minimal ingredients. One thing, actually one thing I think that grew my page a lot was the convenience factor. And that still stands to be my number one priority is making everything so convenient for people. So since day one, I've included the full recipe with all the ingredients and the instructions in all of my recipes on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then I will link it to my blog. But I think at that point was like the blogging era. So there were, Mm -hmm. you know, the OG bloggers were like, okay, click here and it'll take you to my blog for the recipe. And it's like, I'm out. Yeah. If I see that, I'm out. Totally. What about you? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I cook for him probably. I know. <laughs> but yeah, like we have three seconds, our attention span. Yes. So I want people to just know that it's going to be convenient. My food is very attainable. Same with my workouts. I guess my main point through my page and my content is just showing that living healthy lifestyles can be very attainable and more importantly, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like you've had that very consistent message the whole time. And we see that these kind of sexier approaches maybe yeah. to fitness and nutrition <laughs> tend to have their moment, mm-hmm. you know, and everything right now is about going viral and how can you, you know, your reels and your videos and it's crazy, but you have always stayed really true, I think, to that approach that like it can be attainable for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get into the workouts, but like you can work out from home with five feet of space. <laughs> you don't need to, you don't need a gym membership. Yeah. You don't need all this fancy equipment. And same thing with your recipes. And I think that's probably what resonates so much with people. So when you started posting this to Instagram, did you have the goal of turning this into a career or were you still seeing Not clients one, as well? Yeah. When I started, I was a senior in college posting every single day. So I think just through like friends and family sharing my recipes, that's what helped it grow. And then after I graduated and became an RD, I opened my own private practice. So I think growing up, I always had that entrepreneurial feel and kind of thought process. I always wanted to work for myself. So I had probably five or six clients. They were probably my parents' age at the time. And so I was helping them, you know, go grocery shopping, meal prepping for them, kind of just teaching them the basics about nutrition. And at that same time, my page was growing more and I was able to start working with brands to promote their products, which I thought was such a cool, oh my gosh, how cool I could make money through my Instagram. And I was probably eight months into my private practice when I fully made the jump online because in my head, My main goal is to help as many people as possible and how cool that I can do it online and help thousands of people versus just, you know, as many as I could physically see. Right. Like there's only so many that you can do. Yeah. So that was my thought process. Mm -hmm. And how did COVID change everything for you? Because I feel like Mm -hmm. that was a big turning point in Mm -hmm. terms of your audience and you guys started doing these workouts at home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that was so just such a relief for people because they couldn't go to their gyms anymore. They didn't know what to do. And back to that, you can work out with five feet of space and you were doing lives and everything. And it seemed like that really pushed your brand Mm -hmm. into this new like stratosphere almost. Definitely. I think, well, for one, I had never worked out at home. I was never that person. So I was with everyone else and thinking like, what am I actually going to do? You know, I love movement in the morning. That's what wakes me up. That's what energizes me. So I had to kind of just lean into that responsibility that I felt I had for my community. And I started doing two live workouts a week. At that point, my husband Bridger was like, you're crazy. I'm not. I was in my kitchen and I was putting on the live and he's like, you're crazy. I'm not joining you. (laughs) But I think it was probably like three or four weeks in when we ended up having to postpone our wedding. That was in Cabo. I forgot about that. Where we're like, okay, this is actually going to last a while. So then he started joining. And 
I think one of the lives we got up to like 40,000 viewers were joined in on this live workout in our kitchen where I was just kind of talking to to Bridge, (laughs) which I think a lot of people can relate to that. They had their boyfriends and husbands and whoever joining in. So I Mm -hmm. think it was more of that real community aspect of it made it so much more enjoyable. And we truly are all in this together. Mm -hmm. Did you guys work out together before? Yes. In the gym, I think we would get to the gym. Maybe we would do a few things together, but then mm-hmm. we'd like go you do own. your own kind of things. Yeah. So it was okay. a mixture. He, Bridger doesn't have a microphone, but I'm curious. I want to hear how that was for you doing her workouts in the beginning. <laughs> he hated it. <laughs> That's probably a different style workout, I would imagine, to some extent. What do you think? It was not my favorite thing, <laughs> but I really grew to like love it. I do same as Rachel like. I love fitness to start my day. Mm-hmm. And so once I went two weeks without it and I was going for these long walks and then I was like, I need something. Really mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, he started coming up with bridgisms. Mm-hmm. So he would just throw in random things while I'm instructing everyone. And you can do anything for 10 seconds. Like he would start, you know, joining in, which was really fun. Uh-huh. Well, your workouts are hard. So those bridgisms are, are needed <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> they are. I mean, they're effective. You can yeah. truly get such a good workout in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I try to promote is five minutes is better than nothing of movement. I know that you guys are not only super conscious about what you are putting in your bodies, but also about the impact that you're having on our environment. I know sustainability is really important, as it should be to a lot of people in 2023. And one thing that we are all doing daily could really be negatively impacting the environment, and that is laundry. Okay, the laundry detergent industry has so much work to do. Why in 2023 does laundry detergent still come in massive plastic jugs? I mean, seriously, who wants that? 91% of those giant, awkward, heavy jugs end up in landfills and oceans harming our planet and marine life. So there has to be a better way, but it's not like we can just not do laundry. So what I did was I switched to Earth Breeze. Earth Breeze is incredible. So they basically look like dryer sheets, but they're not. It's this revolutionary liquidless laundry detergent that dissolves 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. There's no measuring, no mess, no heavy plastic jugs. It comes in a paper envelope or cardboard envelope. It's lightweight, it's biodegradable, and it's plastic free. And it's so easy. You just put the sheet in with your laundry and that's it. And it's compatible with high efficiency washers, gray water systems, and septic safe. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or canceled by you at any time. There's no contracts or fees. And it's delivered right to your door via carbon neutral shipping at a frequency you can set that works for your unique lifestyle. And if you're worried about sensitive skin, The Eco Sheets are amazing. They're hypoallergenic and they are dermatologist tested. They have a really nice, very light, fresh scent. And the most important thing that I know you're all probably wondering is, do they actually work? Yes, you still get a really powerful clean. Earth Breeze is tough on stains, fights odors, and your clothes come out clean every time. So don't just take my word for it. You can try for yourself with their risk-free 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it, Earth Breeze will give you a full refund, no questions asked, and no return necessary. So switch from the old-fashioned goo to something new. Right now, my listeners can subscribe to Earth Breeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash blonde to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash blonde for 40% off earthbreeze.com slash blonde. So let's be real. When was the last time you actually enjoyed drinking plain water? And for those of you who can remember, was it the taste or was it because you were a little thirsty and just thought, eh, this is good enough for me, I suppose. We all know how important it is to drink enough water and the benefits are undeniable. Better skin, a clearer mind, and the list goes on. But I totally get it. Hitting your recommended daily amount of water can be tough, especially when most tasty drinks are full of sugar and who knows what else fulfill our cravings. Luckily, now you don't have to choose between hydration and taste. You can have both with Air Up. 
AirUp is a new drinking system that allows you to experience flavored water through scent. Science calls this experience retronasal smell, which is essentially using your sense of smell to taste. The AirUp drinking system requires just two things, an AirUp bottle and a flavor pod. And honestly, it makes getting your daily amount of water so much easier. There are loads of flavors to pick from, like watermelon, peach, cherry, and many more. So you won't have to choose between proper hydration or flavor anymore because now you can have the best of both, all thanks to the power of retronasal smell and AirUp. Say goodbye to plain water and start your scent-flavored hydration journey today with AirUp by clicking the AirUp link in the description. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am Divorced Not Dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel, or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorce Not Dead, and lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. So what are your fundamentals of wellness? I mean, obviously, Mm. nutrition or balanced nutrition is one of them and Mm. some kind of movement. But if you had to choose like your pillars, Mm -hmm. what would they be? That's so funny. I was just on a panel the other day talking about four pillars of wellness. And so this is actually a perfect question. Tiana, I didn't even have to go. (laughs) I'll tell you everything we talked about. But I think sleep is huge. And it's one of my goals Mm -hmm. this year to really dive into. I just got the aura ring. How many hours sleep do you get? Between probably seven to seven and a half. Okay. But I want to try to get eight. Mm -hmm. And on the panel, there's this well-known osteopath and he works with a lot of NBA players. And he was telling us that LeBron gets an extra four hours of sleep during the day. So he gets eight hours. I kind of I kind of gleaned that from his Instagram. Yeah. I don't know if you guys follow him, but I'm like, oh, I think he's recovering now. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember <laughs> listening to one of your other podcasts and you mm-hmm. said you watch him. He's my before you, <laughs> you work out. I was trying to think, do, is it like him playing basketball or is it motivational? Like his workouts. Okay. <laughs> Where, is it on YouTube? No, just like on his Instagram okay. story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such a yeah. You're already a big. Brown I walk friend. by his house with my friends. Mm. Yeah, we're a little bit. I, f- I feel like okay. I'm blushing right now. I feel like I've had moments with him no, on the I court love that, though. because we're like right. You know, yes, he's my. <laughs> no, I, I feel like we connect on that because we love. We grew up playing basketball, uh-huh. so we like that's our hobby. Is when okay. we go to a new city, we love going to NBA games. Oh, have you guys gone to any Lakers games? We did on Friday. Oh, and he played, and they won. Yes. But Amazing. I was one maybe of those, you guys are good luck, actually. Maybe. But I was one of those, I don't know if I'm good luck, because I was one of those people who were like, do you want to go like a minute before uh-huh. the game is over? <laughs> and they came back and won. So thank God we didn't. Okay. So LeBron was saying that he gets four hours extra sleep. And what was the osteopath saying about that? It's it's so important for okay. longevity. Got it. Like that that is definitely a pillar that I want to try to get eight hours. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really good at taking cat naps during the day. Mm-hmm. Like I can take a five minute if I'm tired enough, that's amazing. I'll set my alarm for like five or ten minutes. I feel like sometimes that's all you need, though. Yeah. In fact, just, I feel like I've heard anything over twenty is not good because mm-hmm. it can mess with your sleep. But like, mm-hmm. if you can get that little bit, yeah. I don't know. That sounds amazing. Bridger's not that person, though. He'll go to sleep and it'll be four hours later, and oh. it'll sleep like the whole day. <laughs> He's like LeBron. <laughs> Do you take naps? <laughs> no, I can't. And I always <gasps> say, if I could have a superpower, it would be the ability to nap. I feel like it would solve. Almost all I'm of my shocked. problems. Okay. I'm a pretty good sleeper, though. Like, I go to bed at 9.30, 10. Okay, that's better <laughs> than me. Very early. And then, because my night routine is locked down. Because if I don't get seven and a half to eight hours of sleep, I am, like, not doing well. You know? Yeah. My appetite's all over the place. I'm mm-hmm. anxious. I'm, like, just have this weird kind of frenetic energy. And it just, like, throws everything off. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, very locked in with the nighttime routine because that's what does it for me. But then my body wakes me up. Do you watch TV before bed? No. Oh, you don't? So I will sometimes, but I have my like amber glasses. Mm -hmm. Do you have your red light? So sensitive. Like I am a sensitive, delicate little flower. It drives me nuts. I'm Mm -hmm. like, when did this happen to me? I used to be like snorting lines and staying up for two (laughs) days. And now like I can't have blue light after nine (laughs) o'clock. What is that? So... Sometimes, yeah, we'll watch TV, but try to turn it off at like 8.39. Oh and then I 
And then I have an amber reading light and I take my magnesium and I'm, I have my weighted blanket. Okay. <laughs> it's a well, lot. <laughs> I think I need, I don't have trouble with sleep, but I think I could do a better job of having a better nighttime routine like that. Yeah. I feel like, you know, everyone talks about morning and night routines. For me, I feel like the night is the most important Matters because more. that's yeah. like what's going to affect the entire next day. Mm. What about you? If you could pick morning or night? Definitely getting a good night of sleep helps me for the next day. I used to sleep in like in high school till like 10 or 11 and you could not get me awake in the morning. But now I've turned into the opposite. I'm such a morning person and I feel like you've lost the day if you sleep in past eight. Mm -hmm. So I try to get up, I guess, in the summer, like 630 right now is probably seven and then start my day off with movement. And that just truly wakes me up, even if it's just a walk outside getting fresh air. It's life-changing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have sleep, nutrition, exercise. Would you say those mm-hmm. are your your fundamentals? I, yeah. Okay. I mean, we could get into the nitty-gritty, but mm-hmm. I feel like my whole philosophy is, I don't know, if you look on social media, it can get too science-heavy and just overwhelm people. And my page is not going to be that for people. I want to be the jumping point for people to get into living a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that It has a time and a place, but I think it overcomplicates it for people to the point where then they give up because they feel like they can't possibly do all of this and do it right. Mm -hmm. And I think your approach is just so much more sustainable because it's not so much like a results thing and doing it quickly. It's like a it's a whole lifestyle, right? It's enjoying the process. Yeah. It's having clarity on what your goals are, because if they're too broad, you're not going to be able to reach them because it's just so big in your mind and it's going to feel too overwhelming. So my whole thing is start with one small habit. And once you've accomplished that, add on another one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if somebody is starting at point zero or zero, what's the saying? Some ground zero. zero? Yeah. If somebody is starting there with nothing Mm -hmm. and they're feeling like they want to, I don't know, adopt a healthier lifestyle, what would you say to them? Mm -hmm. First, if they can get a good night's sleep, Mm -hmm. like you were saying, if you don't, it kind of leads to anxiety, maybe more stress eating. So if you can have a clear mind waking up in the morning, that's already going to help you out. Also making one healthy swap a day. That is not too difficult. If you can just choose, you know, if you have an option between soda and water, Mm -hmm. choose water, just make one healthier option or one swap, and that's going to get you to your goals that much quicker. Mm -hmm. You have a seven-day no-added-sugar detox, Mm -hmm. and I know that so many people have done this. Yeah. Would you recommend that as like a kickoff if somebody is wanting to change their lifestyle and they don't know where to start? Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) I get tons of questions like that through my messages on Instagram and that's where I point people. I think I made that in 2018. So maybe right around the time that we met. Mm -hmm. But I just needed something to kind of get back on track. So a lot of people just feel like, you know, I'm off track. I keep making these mistakes with my nutrition. So a good way to do that is just be more intentional about the ingredients you're consuming. And a lot of that is added sugar. I mean, it's wild. In the U.S., on average, Americans are consuming 100 pounds of sugar every year. That's Which crazy. equates to like, if my calculations are correct, like 9,600 teaspoons. Oh my and God. on a daily basis, you should be consuming six to nine teaspoons of sugar a day. And so just a lot of that is through beverages. So mm-hmm. if we can just be more aware of the added sugars, that's going to be so helpful because food manufacturers don't care. Mm-hmm. It's literally in everything from peanut butters, ketchups, granola, nut milks, lattes, everything. So mm-hmm. if that's my one tip. And I actually created an entire guide around it, seven-day added sugar detox. And as a dietitian, that's probably the only detox I'll ever recommend is just whole food-based, being aware of your added sugar consumption. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to do that. Have you done it yet? No, I haven't okay. done it. We should do it. I know. I feel like I need to because for the most part, like I cook my own food. I know what goes into it. Yeah. I'm not really buying a lot of like pre-made dressings and sauces and things like that, where I know that a lot of that sugar can be hidden. Mm -hmm. But I do start my day with a matcha with maple syrup. Okay. 
I love your matcha and, <laughs> Thank you. And I'm like, how much syrup am I really putting in there? I don't know. And then I always like to have my dessert and I make my oats and I'll put some, you know, fruit and things. And I'm not like militant about this stuff either. But mm-hmm. sometimes I can just tell when my body is starting to like right. not feel optimal. Yeah. So that I, that's why I do it mm-hmm. a few times a year with my community. Once people start, they actually start requesting it. So we do it as a community. We have a private Facebook page and everything. But it's this guide that I've created with 22 healthy recipes to choose from breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, and desserts. And it's basically my tips and tricks on what works for me, how to order out, just be more mindful. So when I first created it, I was just realizing how much even natural sugars I was consuming. So Mm -hmm. I would just go to fruit when I was maybe bored and just have way too many servings a day because even that adds up maple syrup, honey. So just be more mindful of taking it away just for seven days. You're not taking out any other major food groups, just added sugars, but we should do it together. Mm -hmm. I am (laughs) so down. I mean, maybe we should do it like real time now, but then maybe we should do it when the episode comes comes out. out. I'm so down. Yes. And see if the listeners want to do it as well. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody is starting to do the workouts, maybe they're cutting out sugar, they're feeling like they're making a shift. How would you recommend people stay consistent? Because I feel like Mm -hmm. that is the biggest issue that people run into. Mm -hmm. And is that something that you ever struggled with too? Yes. I go through my phases as well, as everyone does. But if you can just set yourself up for success, I don't meal prep necessarily, but I will make extras for dinner so that I could have it, you know, for lunch the next day. If you can just meal prep, maybe it's just a bunch of roasted veggies or roasted sweet potato that you can add on to your meals. I like, I love grilling. So having like grilled chicken or any protein ready that you can just kind of throw together and make a bowl, that's going to help a ton. Also accountability partners. I know it's kind of cheesy, but if you get like your best friend to join you on your workout journey, maybe you pick a fitness guide and you do it with your best friend or your boyfriend or someone in your family, that's going to make it easier. Also figuring out if you're an AM or a PM kind of gal. So I am an AM kind of gal. If I don't get my workout done in the morning, the chances are going to be very low for me to do it at night after work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. There's like a window of opportunity in the morning. But even sometimes I'll do it with my trainer in the afternoon Mm -hmm. and I just don't feel like I don't have the energy for it that I have in the morning I would imagine it's a cortisol Mm -hmm. thing and sometimes it can keep me up at night yeah too I don't know if you experience that definitely I think that is going to help a lot of people and if you work long hours a lot of nurses follow me so they always ask me you know if, if I'm struggling with my fitness routine like what do you recommend as hard as it is getting up 30 minutes earlier if you can just get movement in before your shift, you're going to feel so good being done with your job for the day and going home and just relaxing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might know the answer to this, but if you could only pick one for the rest of your life, would it be nutrition? Mm-hmm. Like oh, eating gosh, the foods that you hard. cook and, and like whole food sourced diet? Yeah. Or movement? If you could I've never only do one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hard. I think food... Just because it truly has an effect on how I feel Mm -hmm. in my mood every day. If I'm eating foods that, you know, are packaged, highly processed, lots of sugar, it genuinely gives me brain fog. Mm -hmm. I have low energy. It makes me crash. So I think being up front and ahead of the game with fueling myself with good ingredients, I'd probably choose nutrition. Mm -hmm. What would you choose? I would be the same. Okay. Because back to me being a sensitive little yes. whatever I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I just that has to be number one <laughs> for me. I feel like although obviously movement like has so many benefits. It affects yeah. my sleep, it affects my mood, my energy, all of that. But without the food component to it, mm-hmm. I just don't think that I could even have the energy right. to even do that mm-hmm. optimally mm-hmm. anyway. But it's so hard. <laughs> I mean, thank God we don't have to choose. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) A lot of people, I think, might be listening to this or might, you know, follow the recipes or or your workouts or whatever and feel like it's restrictive. Not that it is, Mm -hmm. but I know that some people look at like the recipes that I'll make even and say like, I could never eat like that. It's restricting so much. What would you say to that? 
I think that goes more of who you follow mm-hmm. should make you feel good. Mm. And I think there's so many different lanes on Instagram, on TikTok, but genuinely, if you're following people that make you feel good, that's going to make all the difference. Mm-hmm. I'm not for everyone. You're not for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I think just do what makes you feel good and what mm-hmm. makes you happy. But I feel like what you promote really is sustainable and really is like, I think that for some reason, maybe I understand that different people have different accessibility to yeah. foods and things like that. But I think that people just see somebody living a healthy lifestyle, whoever it is, mm-hmm. and just feel like it's cutting out so much. But I think that like you're not you're all about adding things oh, and that. like how it makes you feel. I mean, mm-hmm. I would imagine your motivation is feeling good. Mm-hmm. Is that Yeah, I guess it is more of the abundance mindset. Mm -hmm. The more you can add to your life instead Mm -hmm. of, it is shifting your mindset. So instead of looking at it as negative, oh, I have to take this away Mm -hmm. for me to live a healthier lifestyle, think about what you're adding to it. I mean, that's going to make such a big difference and it's naturally going to crowd out the things that are unhealthy to your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Something that I love about you and your recipes are... You do a lot of like healthy versions of some throwbacks and mm-hmm. some favorites. Like your Twix are huge. Oh, gee. Did mm-hmm. you used to eat all of that stuff and then you 100%. were just like, this isn't agreeing with me or it's not working for me? Mm-hmm. I think in college, I found out I was lactose intolerant oh. and gluten free. And I think coffee was upsetting my stomach. It was just. ripping it up. I think I was just having too much as a college student. Mm -hmm. But it was probably in college when I realized, okay, I need to shift some things around and really pay attention to how things make me feel that I'm eating. And so, yeah, I love making healthy alternatives to what I used to eat growing up because it wasn't always about nutrition. So, yeah, if I can make a gluten-free chicken parm and Twix bars and Reese's peanut butter cups, I'm going to do it, but it using healthier ingredients that are going to make us feel good. Mm-hmm. And those are all three in my new cookbook coming out in Perfect. April. I was going to ask you if we could talk about that. What is your favorite recipe from the book? Okay. Only one. Or you can do top three and then absolute number one. I would say my favorite main is Mexican street tacos with avocado chimichurri. Bridger, have I'm you sure. gotten to try all of them? Okay, He's what's my... your favorite? <laughs> I love the... Honey wings. Ooh. Honey glazed garlic chicken wings. Ooh, that sounds good. There are some gems in there. There's <laughs> key lime tarts, uh, raw cheesecake, energy balls. Oh my God. All the things. I'm so excited. It's called Rachel's Good Eats. So it kind of blends in with my brand. But right. yeah, it comes out on April 18th. Okay. So you said that your favorite were the tacos. Mm-hmm. And what else? There's also a salted caramel espresso smoothie. Oh, my God. There's this big smoothie section. I think the treats in the sweet section is the biggest in the book. Amazing. Which is kind of fitting. A girl after my own heart. Yeah. We I love, both love desserts. We do. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of just finishes your meal. Yes. I need something like a bite of something. Yes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I think there is a huge misconception about therapy that it's only for people who are having issues. It's only useful in challenging times of life. And while it obviously can be really helpful in those situations, it's also helpful no matter what your circumstances are, because therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding and getting to know yourself throughout your life because getting to know yourself is a lifelong process. We are always growing and changing and sometimes we don't know what direction we want to go in, how to navigate certain things. We don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. And obviously having friends and family as a support are incredibly helpful, but I think having that objective third party is so necessary. I actually find therapy to be so helpful when things are going well in my life because I can recognize the things that I'm doing and build on that. I think it's so empowering. It's also really helpful for learning positive coping skills, learning how to set boundaries, and just how to be the best version of yourself. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash files today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash files. I truly believe that you can do all of the kind of external topical beauty things, but if you are not taking care of your body within, that is going to override everything that you are doing on the outside. That's why I really pay attention to what I'm eating, what I'm snacking on, how I'm preparing my food, all of that. As you guys probably know, I have been snacking on macadamia nuts for a while now. They're my absolute favorite. And lately, I've also been preparing a lot of my food, like my roasted vegetables and salad dressings with macadamia oil. And it is such a game changer. So I'm going to tell you why. So basically, macadamia nuts are the lowest carb nut. They have more healthy fat than even avocado, and they are rich in the rare omega-7s that no other oil or nut has. So macadamia benefits are totally unique. I love to have a handful of macadamias in the morning with my matcha. I love to drink my matcha with a little bit of maple syrup and all of those healthy fats in the macadamia nuts help to kind of offset that and stabilize my blood sugar. But for the longest time, I was using primarily olive oil to roast my vegetables and cook with. And I'm sure a lot of you know that olive oil has actually a pretty low smoke point. And so when you're going above that, you're getting all of those free radicals. It can be really bad for you in the long run. So macadamia oil actually has more beneficial effects to overall human health than olive oil or coconut oil. Its omega-7s have been linked to natural collagen production, increased skin elasticity, anti-inflammatory properties, and fat loss. And it has a high smoke temperature, so it reduces the risk of free radicals, which can cause aging that most other oils create when heated during cooking. So my absolute favorite is House of Macadamias. They have a special cold-pressed single-batch macadamia oil. It's perfect for cooking or drizzling over a salad. It has a really unique buttery taste that's so delicious. And they have the highest quality nuts, so they don't have that weird plasticky taste that a lot of expensive macadamias have, even at expensive, you know, organic natural food stores. These have the absolute best flavor. They also have really good bars, so check those out too. And make sure you incorporate macadamias in your routine for that glow from within. So House of Macadamia's products don't ever go on sale, but they are generously giving my listeners a code to get 20% off all purchases and an exclusive offer just for you. So for a limited time, all first orders will receive a cold-pressed extra virgin macadamia oil that's truly one-of-a-kind, valued at $20, totally complimentary when you use the code BLONDE at checkout. Visit houseofmacadamias.com blonde to begin indulging in health. Again, that's houseofmacadamias.com slash blonde. I don't know about you guys, but I want my outdoor space to look and feel like the outside of a villa somewhere in Italy. I have a vision and my vision includes a lot of fruit trees, citrus trees, lemon trees, all of that. And I have been making that vision a reality on fastgrowingtrees.com. They have such an amazing selection for whatever you are looking for, from shade to fresh fruit to privacy and natural beauty. Let fastgrowingtrees.com help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. Fastgrowingtrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties for your unique climate. So from Meyer lemons to evergreens and everything in between, they have it all. And you don't have to wait in long lines or haul heavy plants around because with fastgrowingtrees.com, you order online and your plants arrive at your door in just a few days. As I mentioned, I have a little bit of an obsession right now with potted fruit trees. So I have some lemon trees that are planted in the ground and then I got some potted lemon trees. And I'm about to get an orange tree and a kumquat tree. And 
maybe some more. We'll see. But fastgrowingtrees.com has, like I said, the best selection, whether you have a large outdoor space or you just want something for your patio. There is something for everybody there. So join over 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers and go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash blonde and you can get 15% off your entire order. Again, that's 15% off your entire order at fastgrowingtrees.com slash blonde. If somebody is trying to eat healthier, what would you recommend they do to start? My number one is try to avoid vegetable oils as mm. much as possible. Canola oil. They, it's in everything. And if we can do a better job of swapping it with extra virgin olive oil, especially if you're cooking, you can think, okay, hey, that's high in polyphenols. That's going to help reduce oxidative damage to the brain. So just keeping these like little nuggets of information and just reminding yourself to choose the better option. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other like health or wellness hacks that are like that? Like you, I know that you're big on swaps. Yes. So is there anything else, whether it's diet or exercise, where it's just like a little tweak or like mm-hmm. a little micro habit that somebody could have? That I don't know effect. if this one's overused or not, but the active ingredient in turmeric, curcumin, mm-hmm. is if you pair it with black pepper, just mm-hmm. a few shakes, that's going to increase the bioavailability of all the benefits of turmeric. So what, the, so what are the benefits? Anti-inflammatory, Anti-inflammatory. Right? So this is actually what we used to add. I used to be an assistant to the dietitian at Oregon State University during my, inter- during my internship. And they had a smoothie station, which was probably my favorite part. But mm-hmm. they had always turmeric, ginger for anti-inflammatories, and black pepper. So I've always taken that with me. Mm-hmm. Amazing. What other supplements do you like or do you recommend? Magnesium for sure helps mm-hmm. with recovery, helps with sleep. Which magnesium? Because there's a lot and there are some that are not the vibe. <laughs> I take Symbiotica. We do the packets I love, of it. like the three and eight, mm-hmm. the vanilla. Yes. I love those. Yeah. Is like an almond vanilla? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Magnesium, turmeric, anything else? Probiotic. Okay. Also fish oil. I love. Which one do you like? I take Nordic Naturals. Okay. It's kind of been my OG for okay. years. I've been trying to get back on that. I've been taking it this week. Oh, okay. I don't know that I would feel anything. Take <laughs> capsules? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. How many do you take? Two. Two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel any like, I don't feel like my brain is any healthier yet. Sometimes but... you have to just trust. <laughs> <laughs> just know you're doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anything else? Mm. I love my Athletic Greens. I try to take it four times a week. Okay. This is a good backup. Mm-hmm. Shout out Athletic Greens. I know, yeah. I they love might it. sponsor this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it seems like back to what we were talking about before, like you've always just had this balanced approach and you are locked in with your nutrition and your exercise. Is there any part of it that you struggle with still? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think we all go through different seasons of keeping your habits. Sometimes more stressful days is obviously going to affect it. And maybe you don't have time for that workout in the morning if you're busy, which is fine. If you have a good habit in place for the majority of the time, that's going to carry you through is Mm -hmm. kind of my thought process. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to go here, but I remember a while ago I heard you talking about body image. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that has also really changed. Like back when we started, I don't know when your account started, but Mm -hmm. around the time that like Anna Victoria was around BBG, there was this one body standard, (laughs) (laughs) kind of like the Kayla Atsina's body standard. No no hate, you know, but like that was it. And I've heard you say maybe just in passing, like on your Instagram before that As you got more into fitness and when you came out with your own program and everything, like you've just become so comfortable as you've gotten stronger. Mm -hmm. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I like to empower my community in their confidence. So lately, since I started my eight-week strength guide with my community, we've been in the gym. Obviously, it's a gym-based guide. And I've been posting stories on my Instagram, basically telling girls that no one is watching you in the gym. We've all started from ground zero. We've all started from 
beginner status. And so when you go into the gym, I just want to take away the stress that so many people get. I mean, it is intimidating. I will say that sometimes when I go to a, to a new gym, it is just a new environment to get used to. But I want all girls and women to feel so confident going in there mm-hmm. and put in your headphones, blast your music, do whatever you need. But people are truly not, they don't care about your workout. Everybody you know? is thinking about themselves. Totally. <laughs> so I've been just putting pictures of myself like a gym selfie and uh-huh. showing people like, hey, no one cares that I'm taking this photo. You shouldn't either. Mm-hmm. Especially like today's day and age, just with everything video and everything on Instagram and everything mm-hmm. on TikTok. I feel like people, some people still balk at like taking videos or pictures or whatever in public. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is this is like the culture now. It's the new you know? day and age. I saw yeah. a guy setting up a tripod yes. when he was doing squats at the gym the other day. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, go and you're off. like, do you? Like, yeah. wow, that's commitment. I know. Like, I love it. Yeah. I actually kind of have that same response. Like mm-hmm. somebody was telling me recently, she was at the airport and she was like, yeah, this girl had a tripod and was like doing her video in the airport. <laughs> and I was dances. like, yes, I, I don't know what she was doing, but I was like, I personally would not feel comfortable doing that myself but like good for you if you are just like this is your passion this is Mm -hmm. what you want to do and like you believe so much in it 100 so for it I think just not judging people yeah is like the end all goal Mm -hmm. you know like so many people are just keyboard warriors and Mm -hmm. they are genuinely so mean online I know and so the more we can just be kind to each other is just support each other. Like, do you, you know? Yes. I remember seeing somebody's question, which we'll get to listener questions in a minute, but somebody said that you seem so balanced and normal. And how have you avoided scandal on social media? Oh. And I wanted to hear your answer, but I was kind of thinking like, I don't know, you just like, you're just not problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Scandal. (laughs) What a good question. Yeah. I think I'm very lucky with the community I have. Mm -hmm. I think growing it, when I was a senior in college, I attracted a lot of college girls as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think we've grown up together. Mm. And I have a lot of good people in my corner, which I am very grateful for. And I don't take that for granted. Mm -hmm. So I rarely get a lot of hate. I'm just out here sharing my everyday health and fitness routines, It's not all about health and wellness, but that is a lot of what my page is. I want it to be a positive place for people. I don't support any hate. So, yeah, if you're going to post something really negative, I'm probably going to delete it and block you. Mm -hmm. I just want it to be a positive place for everyone. And I think growing my community slowly over time has helped that. I think going viral for a lot of accounts can attract the opposite, you know, community that they would want. Yes. And that can turn to be negative a lot of the time but our yeah my Facebook group that I have through my fitness community Good Sweat is so nice it is the most positive place I love logging in there every morning and just seeing everyone's accountability posts they're cheering each other on they're so supportive and so I'm just so lucky mm-hmm. yeah it sounds like you have a kind of happy little court not little I mean you have a huge <laughs> following and a brand good sweat mm-hmm. you have recreation sweat which we haven't even talked about yet and good eats all of it mm-hmm. but I can see that how you know you didn't I always wonder with people who blow up overnight yeah and it's people who don't really they're not really connected to that person mm-hmm. you know they might follow them like I think of TikTok people especially what do you do with that and then pe- those people turn on you so fast because they they're not like invested, whereas right. somebody who's been following you and following along with your life and know your husband and know mm-hmm. your dogs and know your story, <laughs> you know, like those people are committed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it is kind of crazy, though. It, it is getting it it's is wild, wild west out there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, More so TikTok than, that's than true. Instagram. And I'm not really on. T- I know you're pretty mm-hmm. consistent with TikTok. It is the bane of my existence. (sighs) I try and I go through phases where I'm really consistent and I just don't give a fuck. And I Mm -hmm. post things and like surgery and I'm like, whatever. Like, I just go crazy and I don't really care because I'm like, these people don't even know me. And then I get busy with other stuff and I just can't. It's like, I mean, it's so much to be consistent with Instagram, TikTok, in my case, podcast, in your case, multiple brands. Like how... 
have you managed that because your business multiple businesses all under the same mm-hmm. brand like have really kind of exploded well that's really how nice do you, how do you do it tell me there's a lot of behind the scenes <laughs> mm-hmm. obviously stress building that but yeah it's been really fun obviously we've kind of ran into all the things we've could go wrong it has gone wrong so we've been figuring out as we go but in the midst of the pandemic Bridger and I launched Recreation Sweat which is a fitness accessory, started out to be. I use the bands every day. Ah, I love that. (laughs) Fitness accessory line, we just want to empower the community to be confident in their workouts so they can do wherever and whenever they want, whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes. So just promoting movement. And obviously I'm... I'm wearing all beige today, so I'm very, <laughs> very <laughs> into on brand aesthetic. <laughs> and so I just wasn't a fan of the hot pinks and, you know, the crazy colors of resistance bands out there. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to create something that I felt good about bringing to the gym or bringing wherever on a trip or work trip. And so the color palettes are a dream. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. And so, yeah, it's been so much fun creating accessories. We've also launched a few different fitness guides to go along with them because I want to always be that person people can come to for educational material, know how to use that product. So we have a banded body guide ebook to go with the bands. And we also came out with a 30-day jump rope challenge to go with our speed rope. And next month, we're actually launching activewear. So we're going into that space this year. So it's going to be a big year. We have Four to five collections coming. How many employees do you have? Three, including I, me and Bridge. Oh, <laughs> so, for one, everything? Yeah. So, well, I mean, okay. So one full-time employee. Okay. And we probably use six to eight other contracted mm-hmm. employees. Chelsea, you know. right? Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> and also work for with Chelsea. <laughs> graphics, creative design. Actually just got my sister on board. She has such an wow. eye for everything. So yeah, we're just figuring out as we go. But Amazing. It's crazy. <laughs> that activewear is going to be so good. I already know it. I can't wait. I'll I'm send you excited. it right when we get it. Yay. <laughs> I have a question. What would be your death row meal? Oh. <laughs> That's tacos. a trend that I saw going around. So I wanted to That's ask a good, you. I mean, tacos in any form. Mm-hmm. I could have them all day, every day. We've been doing grass-fed organic beef mm-hmm. with siete seasoning yum probably the spicy mm-hmm. probably the avocado chimichurri that's in my cookbook coming up it is to die for and maybe sweet potato fries you love sweet potato fries yeah <laughs> probably those two are are and then what for dessert like, Reese's peanut butter cups like the real my real, spinoff real. yours okay yeah but it's it. like five ingredients amazing what about you I'm curious um okay I should have known this was going to get <laughs> turned on <laughs> I'm gonna me. I'm going to spin it right back. <laughs> I would go, for a long time, it was Chili's nachos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the bat, you just, the. have you ever had them? I haven't no. had them since I was like 15, maybe. They obviously left their mark on me because <laughs> I dream of those. But okay. like the refried beans and like so much cheese. Oh, it was so good. But if it weren't that... I don't know. I do love tacos as well. Mm-hmm. They can be made so many different ways. Some kind of thing. like pasta. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I well, saw this trend going we'll around. We'll sit on that. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to participate, but like I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things we that I love. We tacos together. Yes. I would love tacos. Also <laughs> like a lobster pasta. Oh, that's bridge right there. Ooh. Yeah. Actually, when I was in Florence this past summer, mm-hmm. I had this seafood pasta. Maybe it would be that. Okay. Like mussels, clams, crab, calamari with linguine and just like olive oil and garlic. Yeah. So good. I had the best, speaking of Europe, they just do it so well, obviously. Mm -hmm. We went to Greece for our honeymoon Mm -hmm. and they had the best goat's milk cheesecake, like a deconstructed. Oh, Oh, that sounds so good. And so I could have it. Oh my God. Yeah. When I was in Greece, I didn't have any issue with any of the dairy. None. I mean, it was mostly like feta and goat. Yeah. And I was like, to die fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I come back here. <laughs> I know. And then all the issues the wheels come fall back. Off. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's do a couple listener questions. How, well, we kind of talked about this. 
but maybe like a rapid fire way. How to have long-term goals and not get stuck in the results cycle. I think, like I said earlier, is being more clear on what those goals are and how you're going to attain them. So start small and build up from there. Mm -hmm. Okay. This girl said, when I eat healthy, I don't feel full or satisfied. What should I do? Oh. Increase the quality protein and healthy fats. That's going to make you more satiated. Boom. Love it. (laughs) How do you maintain your approach to diet without getting caught up in noise or other opinions? I think my philosophy for nutrition is pretty consistent. And it's just a wholesome diet with quality protein, healthy fats, complex carbohydrates, and fiber. And so I am not one of those who jump on the fad diet train. I be pretty consistent with my message and just limit added sugars. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried any fad diets? Like I re- remember I did the cabbage soup diet in high did school. You? Yes. <laughs> no, but I've two I'm days of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, I could not. But and when, then obviously I did macros. Like okay, so BPG. I did macros for like two months, and mm-hmm. it was obviously it was way too stressful mm-hmm. for me. And yes. so it's just overwhelmed. That makes me overwhelmed thinking about it. Yeah. I think if you're starting out in your fitness journey, the best thing you could do is just maybe track your protein for two days mm. because majority of people are under consuming protein mm-hmm. and that's going to help you I build like lean that muscle. Tip. Yeah. I like that tip. And I think that's important to hear. I mean, obviously, if somebody's really trying to lose weight, mm-hmm. maybe they're working with a dietitian and they're tracking or something like that. I don't know. But I felt like when... I was in that space, and I know so many people that listen to this are counting calories and counting macros because mm-hmm. I get a lot of messages. It was kind of sold as this approach where, like, you don't have to think about it because whatever you eat, if it's in your macros, you can eat anything you want. But right. I remember, like, I was so stressed. Yeah. Sorry, I'm hitting the table. <laughs> so stressed all the time about it, and it became, like, a real obsession. 100%. I think that's what people get caught up on is they really focus on the numbers when Mm -hmm. you can be in the best shape of your life and happy and satiated with not counting Mm -hmm. calories or macros. Yeah, it's so true. I think it's just so hard to break up with that habit Mm -hmm. because it really gets in your head. It does. And then you start to feel like, well, if I don't do this, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen? Somebody said, how should we track macros? Mm. Glad we covered it. Oh, we didn't talk about this. What are your tips for recovery? That's a good one. Sleep, number one. Try to get seven to eight hours. Lots of hydration. I think the goal every day is to try for 100 ounces of water. I just have like a 30 to 40 ounce water bottle that I just try to fill up three times. Magnesium is another good one for muscle recovery. Rest days are huge. I think it's one of the reasons why I feel like I'm in maybe my best shape I've ever been in right now is because I've incorporated more rest days. Mm -hmm. So in the gym, I've been lifting heavier Mm -hmm. and my body needs enough time to recover and adapt and build lean muscle. And so having those rest days is key. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is your workout breakdown right now? Right now I am doing my eight week strength guide. And so Monday is lower body. Tuesday is pole day. Wednesday is rest day. Thursday is push day. Friday is another lower body. Saturday is cardio and core. And Sunday is another rest day. So two rest days a week. Yeah. It's needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And I like that you said that you're building muscle during those rest days, right? Mm -hmm. Like the work isn't all happening while you're in the gym or while you're doing your workout. But I think that in some ways it's good when you get the momentum and you're working out a lot and you feel like you're being consistent I don't know if this happens to you, but I know for me, I feel like, well, then I don't want to take rest days because I don't want to break the momentum. It's hard to have this not all or nothing mentality Mm -hmm. when it comes to it, because when you get the momentum, it feels good. Mm -hmm. And you feel like if you pull back, you might lose it. Totally. It's necessary. I was in that same place a few years ago. I probably didn't take rest days during the week just because it was my routine. I felt so good doing it. But yeah, you're not going to see results if you don't take rest days. I know it probably sounds counterintuitive, but your body truly needs during your sleep, you're building muscle, mm-hmm. your deep sleep. So, yeah, I think just making sure you have enough. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. One thing you, one thing we should stop doing, one thing we should start doing. Stop being so hard on ourselves. I think just leading with kindness is huge, even to ourselves. A big trick I have in the gym is being my own cheerleader in my head. Like with the last couple reps, I'm literally talking to myself in my head. Like you got this, you, two more reps, you know? So just being kinder, giving ourselves more slack because we go through so many different seasons. Everyone has something stressful they're going through, whether it's family related or business related, personal life. So be kinder to ourselves. And then to do is be more intentional with ingredients you're consuming with the big emphasis on lowering those added sugars. So if Mm -hmm. you can make like a healthy swap, maybe you're going to make dinner from home instead of ordering out. That's a huge one. And we're going to do that. We got to time it where it's like not like maybe not when people get your cookbook. They're going to want to make all the (laughs) desserts, but we'll figure it out. Okay. We'll do one for the for the Blonde Files audience. I love that. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? Find all of your amazing workouts, workout gear, mm-hmm. recipes, can, yeah, activewear, all, all of it. You can find me on Rachel's Good Eats on Instagram and also rachelsgoodeats.com. You can find our fitness brand on recreationsweat.com and you can pre-order my book. It's going to be released on April 18th. It's called Rachel's Good Eats. And you can find that on Barnes & Noble, Target, and Amazon. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you liked it, and if you like the show in general, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It goes a long way. And it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. You can go to ariellaurie.com. And I'm always posting about each episode over on my personal page at ariellaurie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.